everyone? Welcome back uh, to Capes and Japes. We're here with our tea and our crafts and our my, and my Batman dogs. pint glasses. Dogs? There they are. Yeah, so uh, we have the fun, like, mm, dog noises. We also have possible other people in the house noises. And also, it's super windy today, so I'm just going to apologize for any sounds you hear during this podcast. <laughs> just a fun assortment of sounds. Various exciting sounds. Yes. Um, it's, uh, it's fine. We, um, we, we could probably use some, uh, sounds to distract us because today, regrettably... We're here to talk about Hank Pym. The fun thing is, this morning, I was like, oh shit, did we ever decide who we were going to talk about today? And it took (sighs) me like a solid minute to remember (laughs) that we were going to talk about (laughs) Hank. I also, I think we, like, I remember mentioning briefly, like, oh, we should do vision and then maybe we can do like the ant-man wasp sphere and then i couldn't remember if i'd ever actually said like an order to do them in or confirmed that in any way um but i'd already made a bunch of notes about (laughs) hank so i did say like i guess we can talk about hank it's been over three years (laughs) Uh, after all this time, regrettably, at some point, we were going to have to talk about Hank. I just don't like the man. He's, listen, he's not great. I'm very sorry to, hey, I know we say this a lot, um, especially about men, but I'm sorry <laughs> if Hank is, like, your favorite character or something. I just don't care for him. I, I not, I'm not a fan. I feel like even, even in the canon of, like, comics books men that we don't like, I think Hank has, like, even fewer fans than other characters we don't like. Like, Reed Richards. I was like, let's just list off men that we don't care for. Scott Summers. Reed Richards. (laughs) Hank Pym. Uh, Stephen Strange. Uh, who else have we talked about that we don't like? (laughs) Who else have we just roasted on this podcast? (laughs) Hmm, see what all these characters have in common, though. (laughs) Hmm. I I don't care for men. (laughs) Listen, there's so many of them. There's so many of them in comics. There's plenty There's of bound room to be a lot that we don't to... like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just statistically. Um, but, um, so, Hank Pym, the first Ant-Man, and also a bunch of other things, um, was, like, a broken record at this point, like, so many Marvel characters of the 60s, um... A co-creation of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, along with uh, Larry Lieber. Um, Larry Lieber being the one who actually, like, wrote out the script, while Stan Lee kind of, like, 
outlined it and like edited it. Um, and Jack Kirby was the artist uh, for his first appearance. Um, and he was initially uh, just a um, a standalone story um, in Tales to Astonish, which was an anthology comic that focused on like sci-fi and fantasy stories. Um, and it was about a, um, he was a scientist, um, who, uh, studied ants, um, among other things. And the story was about him, uh, accidentally shrinking himself down and being trapped in an anthill. Um, honey, I shrunk myself. (laughs) Um, exactly. And, uh, needing to figure out a way to escape. Um, and because, uh, apparently the story was, uh, received pretty well, um, a few issues later they gave him a, um, more, uh, more involved story, um, which then became a, uh, recurring feature, uh, in Tales to Astonish, um, which, uh... Didn't, I don't think he ended up getting his own book out of this. He was just like a, uh, frequent, like, like a consistent recurring feature in Tales to Astonish. And then, uh, ended up going on to The Avengers and a bunch of other books where he, uh, did his own thing. Like, at some point there have definitely been Ant-Man solo titles. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think he might have, I could be extremely wrong, I did no research, I feel like he might have had a solo title after he left the Avengers for the first time, but that, that could just sense. be vague comic recollection of, like, <laughs> the seven years ago that I read a bunch of, like, 1960s Avengers comics. <laughs> Um, very possible. Um, so, uh, the story, um, the story, Hank, we say this a lot. I don't know if it can compete with, uh, freaking Cyclops' eyeballs being, like, portals into the punch dimension. Um, but the... Science behind Ant-Man is some of the most just completely inexplicable comic book science you could imagine. Look, you have pin particles and they make things big or small. <laughs> he yeah, so he's um he's a biochemist and uh he's studying ants and he uh discovers these subatomic particles that he calls Pym Particles, which is an indication of the sort of person that he is. Um, Look, I mean, I do understand if you are a scientist and you discover something, I do get naming it after yourself. Yeah. And, and it I is, do it like, is alliterative. I do like Pym Particle better than Hank Particle. <laughs> That's true. So That's very fair. He made the right choice. Um, so he discovers these part these subatomic particles that enable 
you to, uh, sh he, I don't, <laughs> at some, they've definitely changed the explanation for this several times. Something about sending some of your mass to an alternate dimension or gaining mass from an alternate dimension. And you do that by consuming these subatomic particles. And then it's also like, he has a suit made of unstable molecules. And that's what enables the suit to uh, grow and shrink with him. Um, which is, is, is not, it's nothing. It is, no it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing at all. Uh, but when he's first introduced, uh, he, in this, uh, you know, in this introductory story, and then also his, like, uh, subsequent appearances when he starts going by the name Ant-Man, he's a biochemist, he's discovered these, uh, pin particles, he's used them to develop a, uh, formula that makes you, uh, shrink down to ant size, and then one that undoes it and makes you, uh, normal size again um and uh he does he have one that can make you just a little bit taller just <laughs> just like a few inches taller uh not yet um unfortunately so yeah so he develops these these serums he develops a suit made of unstable molecules um and also what? after his Yes. I do get mad about unstable molecules. It's like, what? Are they gaining an electron? <laughs> are they losing one? That's not going to make it, it change size. None of it, none of it means anything. Um, but he, uh, he, after his, uh, adventure into the anthill, he also develops a, uh, helmet that enables him to, like, send brainwaves to, like, telepathically communicate with ants. Um, you so can just say can... that he talks to ants. <laughs> he talks to ants. <laughs> he talks, Aquaman talks to fish, and he talks to ants. Um, and he uh, enlists the ants to help him do his, uh, do his fun crime fighting. Um, during this, um, I think some of this, like... Some of this backstory is, like, early on. Some of it is, like, retconned in, as is the case for, like, a lot of comics characters. Um, but he's a, uh, he's from Nebraska. He's from a town that's literally called East Nowhere. <laughs> um. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, went, uh, he was kind of, like, uh, obviously, like, excelled in college, but was still kind of, like, mocked for his, like, weird theoretical ideas by his classmates. Um, Look, he's a nerd. He, he's, he's a nerd of nerds. Like... He, God, he really is. He isn't, I couldn't find where he is on this supposed, like, list that exists of the smartest people in the Marvel Universe, but he is, Well, if you couldn't like, in the find him, five. then that's not great. <laughs> It's not, it's not great. He, I've, I've seen, supposedly he's in, like, the top five, but I don't know what the ranking is. Um, but, um, also at, uh, some point, I think after he graduated, he, um, 
meets uh meets this woman who was a uh political dissident in uh Hungary um and she uh she ends up getting killed uh because they go to Hungary um they get married they go to Hungary uh he believes that his like American citizenship will like protect them from the Hungarian government and it doesn't what? um sir and she's killed um and he is uh very upset by this and uh uses this woman's death to power his uh crime fighting so you know great great news great, it's also great start. i think yeah i think she was introduced um i think she was introduced like somewhat earlier on um but very recently it's established that he had a daughter with her that he didn't know about um how long were they married i don't i don't know i don't know exactly how this uh transpired but he had a daughter with her that he didn't know about um her name's nadia and she's been introduced into comics as the sort of like uh sort of the comics equivalent of hope in the mcu um but he uh so all of that happens he develops his pin particles he uh gains the ability to uh get real little um and he uh starts uh using his uh ability to fight uh various criminals his uh biggest recurring nemesis is a um man named uh Elias Star um who goes by the supervillain name Egghead um oh good yeah yeah um who's you know he's like a genius scientist but he does uh he does he does science for evil <laughs> does you know, he do classic. like egg related science cuz that would be incredible um he doesn't it doesn't he doesn't do egg related crimes but his head does look like an egg hmm um but uh so over the course of this uh at one point he is contacted by uh Another scientist, um, the, uh, very wealthy, uh, Vernon Van Dyne, um, who is trying to investigate aliens, and he asks, uh, Good. for, yeah, for Hank's help, and Hank says, I don't really do aliens, uh, that's not really my thing, um. Do you want to know about ants? <laughs> I can tell I know- you about ants. <laughs> I know a whole bunch about ants and, like, these weird, uh, subatomic particles that I discovered. Those two things are related, sort of. I can talk to ants telepathically. Maybe that'll help? Maybe that'll- if the aliens are, like, ant-related at all, maybe? Um, but, uh, Vernon is, uh- Killed by the aliens. Womp womp. Uh, oh. And he, uh, Hank 
ends up working with uh her his daughter uh Janet Van Dyne um who is uh like a you know sort of like socialite type like a you know very like wealthy young woman um and she uh Hank's like, well, all right, maybe I should have helped him. Uh, teams up with Janet to. Uh, oh shit, he died. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Maybe if I Damn. had helped him. Hmm. Fuck that one up. Another yeah. another win for for old Hank. Uh, but they uh, he agrees to um, to show Janet how to uh, use the pin particles. Um, he, you know, helps develop her own suit, and he also, uh, gives her the ability to, she grows wings, but specifically only when she's small. Um. Huh. Which, like, I do, like, I do understand, if you have, like, organic wings, like, maybe you don't want them all the time, but also... Being able to just fly whenever you want and not just when you're little would be pretty cool. Yeah, I would love to be able to fly and not worried about eat being eaten by a bird. <laughs> um, but uh, the two of them uh become a team for the the remainder of the uh sort of early adventures, and they end up uh joining. The, uh, becoming founding members of the Avengers, uh, together. Um, at this point, shortly after they, uh, join the Avengers, Hank, uh, starts working on a version of the Pym Particles th that he can use to get, uh, much bigger than he usually is. Um... And starts going by Giant Man. Yes. Uh, not super creative. Uh, okay, but so at first like... I was kind of like an ant, so I was Ant-Man. But now ants aren't giant. What should I be? Giant Man. But what if I get small again? <laughs> giant Man. Giant Man! <laughs> there's, Genius. There's ant in um. there. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Uh, there's, like, there's a number of factors that kind of go into this in, like, later on, it's, like, retconned in. He was, like, oh, I wanted to become Giant Man because, uh, you know, I felt, like, insecure around, like, everybody else on the Avengers and, like, you know, my, like, it wasn't at the same power level. Uh, so if I got really big, like, then I could kind of compete with them. Uh, and then also, like, Stan Lee has said at one point that it was, you know, it was hard. In order to make, like, Ant-Man interesting, you had to have sort of the visual element of him juxtaposed with, like, normal size things. Um, and if that wasn't really included, he just sort of looked like a normal guy, just like... Run running around. around um yeah uh but he uh so he develops he becomes giant man uh and at first he uh he's only able to 
grow to like 12 feet. Um, and then later it's like he is able to get taller. Uh, but with the caveat that like, uh, he, it's like more difficult for him to like support his own weight. So he can't do it for as long. Uh, and also he doesn't get like proportionally stronger uh, when he gr- grows bigger. Um, Imagine a 20 foot dude with all the strength of a like six foot dude. Yeah. <laughs> all the strength of a nerdy six foot tall dude. Um, but because of this, like uh, the strain that it ends up putting on his physical body, uh, and also, you know, him and Jan constantly being in danger, uh, they decide to, uh, retire from the Avengers. Or mostly, mostly Hank decides to retire from the Avengers and then asks Jan to also retire. Um, but obviously it doesn't last for that long because they're still around. Uh, they end up joining back with the Avengers again because they have to uh, fight Namor for, you know, whatever reason. Whatever Namor's up to now. Uh, He's just doing his own thing. Yeah. um, But Jan ends up getting captured. Uh, Hank decides to use his growing powers again. Decides to stop going by Giant Man and instead be Goliath. Uh, a much cooler name, honestly. It is objectively a cooler name. Uh, and at some all at some point during this, like he and Jan, like are able to just sort of uh change size at will instead of having to use the pin particles. Uh, but I guess they just absorbed enough. They just absorbed them. It's just like long term exposure. Um. But he, uh, he is only, like, he's only able to, like, maintain his big size for, like, a certain amount of time. And at one point, he, uh, kind of overshoots his limit on it. And then he is stuck at ten feet tall. Mm. Um, for a while. Not the worst height you could be. Like, it could be worse. So he's stuck at 10 feet for a while, and then he is able to shrink again, but he can't grow taller than normal size. And then at some point, he also gains his ability to get taller. Um, it but just would have been a real... Hey, uh, old-timey comics writers, it would have been funny if um, he, like, got stuck at two feet, if you ask me. <laughs> He gets stuck that at 10 feet, and then he can good. shrink again, but he can no longer be uh, taller than two feet. And so he's just like, it's like, Hank's just like, well, shit. He's just a little guy. I, you wouldn't punch a little guy, and it's my birthday. You wouldn't punch a it's little guy birthday. on his birthday. <laughs> hey, come on, I'm just a little guy, and also it's my birthday. I would punch Hank Pym, even on his birthday. Oh, wouldn't we all? Yeah. Um, so this is, um, this is where things start to to take a little bit of a turn, uh, for Hank. Because, uh, as we mentioned last week with Vision, 
he starts um, tinkering around with robotics. I don't know why, it doesn't seem related to any of his other previous fields of study. Um, but he just gets New very hobby. into robotics. Just yeah. been hanging around with Tony too much. Probably. Um, and well, shit, I bet decides... I could do that. I'm as smart as Tony Stark. In fact, I think I'm I... smarter than Tony Stark. I could pick up robotics. <laughs> I'm probably higher than Tony on that list. Um, and he builds a uh, hyper-intelligent sentient robot uh, named Ultron. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he names it Ultron or if Ultron names himself Ultron. Uh, but doesn't really matter. Uh, it does. It doesn't really matter. Um, as you can guess, if you've if you know about Ultron, and also if you've ever just like consumed media in your life, um, Ultron becomes evil. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's sentient, he, uh, decides he wants to, uh, destroy humanity, um, and he runs off and just starts, um, doing a bunch of, (laughs) doing a bunch of evil schemes, which is obviously, uh, kind of weighs pretty heavily on Hank's conscience. Uh, they also, um, it's revealed later much later like retconned in that um he based ultron's like brain patterns on like his own like hank's own brain so it's like oh geez like am i evil yes (laughs) yes um but he uh after this happens he also um he also is exposed to some uh unexplained unknown chemicals in his lab that cause him to Wait, uh develop if they're in yes. his lab why does he not know what they are <laughs> hank do you just keep random chem- do you just like find boxes of chemicals on the side of the road and you're like neat yeah wonder what these do guess i'll find out um he uh he inhales unknown chemicals and oh my god uh they cause him to develop an alternate personality um you know like chemicals do um hanklin (laughs) hankison um he uh he takes on the identity of yellow jacket um, and he shows up to the Avengers in this new costume, uh, claiming that he's Yellow Jacket and he killed Hank Pym. And also he wants Jan to marry him. <laughs> um, and Jan is like, realizes that this is Hank and that something has gone wrong and is like, okay, I'll marry you, hoping to not aggravate whatever this is more um and the avengers are like what and then she's like yep we're gonna have a wedding here at uh, (laughs) avengers mansion um and uh then uh the wedding it's a superhero wedding it gets interrupted by the circus of crime um the and then you you simply must um and then 
because Jan, like, he sees Jan in danger, it, like, shocks Hank back into his regular persona. Um, and then they're like, well, we're still married. And they did actually want to get married. It's just that Hank normally had, uh, been avoiding asking her. Um, so they just, uh, kind of, uh stay married, and Hank keeps using the yellow jacket costume, um... For funsies? For fun. Um, he's, he stops, um, he stops using his powers, uh, but he's still helping them fight crime, so he's like, I guess this is my new identity now. Uh, and then around this time is when Scott Lang... Uh, steals a bunch of the Ant-Man equipment, um, and goes to become the new Ant-Man, and Hank's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he can have it. Um. I mean, fair. Yeah, he's valid. Hank's like, well, I'm not using it. <sighs> so, uh, this is, um, so that's, like, the, the 60s and 70s. Um, in, uh... In the 80s, we get into this arc, uh, written by Jim Shooter, where, uh, Hank starts, like, having some, like, severe kind of, like, self-esteem, self-loathing issues. Um, he, like, he doesn't, he hates that, like, you know, he's, hates himself for the Ultron thing, he, like, you know, hates that he hasn't really, like, invented anything, like, since the Pym Particles that was, like, useful. Uh, he, uh, you know, is upset that, like, Jan is, like, a really successful fashion designer with, like, a huge inheritance, and that she's kind of, you know, the breadwinner for both of them. Um, and he starts, uh, getting, like, very aggressive towards her. Uh, at one point, the, uh, the Avengers are fighting, uh, fighting a villain. They're fighting the Elf Queen. Um, and Steve is like, okay, well, I think she, uh, I think we can talk her down from this and starts, uh, trying to, you know, convince her to stop. Um, and then Hank, uh, attacks her from behind, uh, and causes her to get very upset and, you know, it escalates into a huge fight. Um, and Steve, uh, sets up, like, an Avengers, like, court-martial, basically, to, like, you know, talk about Hank's behavior, um, and Hank gets really upset about this, and, uh, builds a new robot, and it's just one of these classic, classic schemes. Builds a new robot, but builds it with a specific weakness that only Hank knows about, so he can make it so that it looks like the robot is attacking the Avengers during this meeting, and then Hank will stop it, and then he'll look like a hero, and everyone will forgive him, um, for the bad thing that he did. And Local firefighters uh, started local fire. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh shit, the fire helpers are here. Um, but uh, Jan sees that he's doing this, is like, Hank, don't. That's like fucked up. Um, and he uh, slaps her, uh, backhands her across the face, uh, and then still goes through with his robot plan. Obviously, it goes wrong. Jan fights and defeats the robot. Um, Hank is kicked out of the Avengers, and Good. Jan, uh, yeah, and Jan divorces him. Good. Um, good. So, here's the thing about this. This is, um, this is a very, very well-known, infamous, I think it's fair to say, uh, Hank Pym moment. And apparently Jim Shooter, uh, in the years since this was written, has said that his script for this uh, wasn't intended to be uh, Hank deliberately uh, hits Jan. It was supposed to be, like, Hank, uh, like, gestures and hits Jan by mistake, um, which would still be, like, an indication of, like, something very bad, but not in the same way. It doesn't um, have the intent behind it, yeah. It doesn't have the intent behind it. But the artist, uh, kind of, like, misinterpreted, uh, the, uh, the script. Uh, Bob Hall was the artist, um, according to Jim Shooter's story. And I think he, like, sort of, like, confirmed this himself later. But, like, the artist misinterpreted the script as, like, Hank deliberately hitting his wife. Um, and in, like, in some sense... That's, obviously in many senses, that's an important distinction. I don't know that it matters, like, ultimately that much, because before this, Hank was still being very shitty to his wife. Yeah. Um, and, the th like, Jim Shooter, like, wrote this essay about it, like, no, Hank Pym is, like, not a wife beater. Um, but he was still being shitty. And it's also still, like, regardless, he was... Like, oh, I was trying to, like, write this story about, you know, him, like, going down this dark path and, like, having this mental breakdown. Um, and personally, I am not super interested about, um, stories of men, uh, having mental breakdowns that lead them to abuse women, regardless of whether they intentionally hit a woman or not. <laughs> like, I, I... I care way more about how Jan responds to all of this than I do um, about, you know, the factors that led Hank to do it. Um, recently, like, past 10, 15 years recently, um, Hank has um, talked about having a bipolar disorder. Um, that doesn't which... make you hit your wife. <laughs> It's it's not it's not hit your wife disorder. Um I I think like I think in some ways it's like useful to be like here's like an established character and we can talk about them like dealing with mental illness. Um on the other hand, I think a lot of it is like 
Hank's been very famously shitty, like, a lot. And yeah. to have it be like, well, he had bad brain is like, well, that's not really... Well, lots that's of people really have bad works. brain and manage to not be shitty people. And lots of people <laughs> have good brain and manage to be awfully shitty. So, like... <laughs> If only yeah. the ones with bad brain, if you only give characters that have been shitty bad brain, then it's like, well, what are you saying about my brain? What are you saying about yeah. this other person's brain? Like, come on. It's, uh, it's, it's challenging. It's, it's a lot. Um, but ultimately this is one of the things that, uh, come to kind of define Hank's character is like this moment, and this is like what a lot of people like remember and talk about. Uh, not without reason, because it's terrible. Um, and I think leads to him ultimately being sort of sidelined uh, in the comics. After this, he has uh, not like totally, like obviously he's still around, but like focusing way more on like Scott as Ant Man. And, like, other people who, uh, there are so many people who have just, like, <laughs> stolen a bunch of Pym particles and got shrinky powers. Um, but after this, he, uh, he has, like, you know, kind of a, uh, a rock bottom arc. He's, like, he's broke. He gets, uh, like, blackmailed by Egghead into, uh, stealing a bunch of adamantium and then, like frames him so it makes it look like it was all, like, Hank's idea, and the Avengers are like, Hank, come on! Um, Damn, what did Egghead have on him? He, uh, it was, he was threatening to, uh, to, to kill somebody. He, like, uh, yeah, he- Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, he asks Hank to help him, like, build, like, a- prosthetic arm for his niece and then he uh takes the arm and uh booby traps it and he's like i'll explode her unless you do what i say um and wait his own niece he would explode his own niece he's an evil man um why does his niece hang out with him why would that niece expect i if my if my like evil uncle was like, hey, I can build you a cool prosthetic arm. I'd be all like, hmm, I'm sure you could, but no thank you. I don't good, think actually. I will. I might go elsewhere for a cool prosthetic arm. Uh, this is the Marvel Universe. They're everywhere. They're freaking everywhere. I can find one just, like, lying on the side of the road. Um, this arc does culminate in... Um, Clint killing Egghead when Egghead tries to kill Hank. So, uh, good job. Good job, Clint. Um. Not afraid to do a murder. (laughs) That's my boy. There he is. Uh, after this, he joins the West Coast Avengers as sort of like a, like, advisor, like, manager role where he's not like on the team but he runs the compound and like gives them like suggestions and you know does his uh does his fun science stuff um 
he starts dating Tigra during this. Um, he also, he uh, is not doing good mentally. Um, I mean, but, who would uh, be? Who would be? He, uh, he's dating Tigra. Jan does uh, join the West Coast Avengers at some point, And it's extremely awkward, but they start to sort of, you know, salvage their uh, relationship to each other. Um, he, uh, at some point, rejoins the Avengers. He, like, joins the Avengers as a reserve member, as Giant Man. Uh, and then he joins the Avengers properly as uh, Yellow Jacket. Um, extremely, um... Extremely annoying, uh, just inability to choose a name. Um, so he, during Civil War, he, uh, is on, or seemingly he, like, uh, joins the pro-registration side. He, uh, uh, he does a lot to, like, help the registration act he ends up being named um time man of the year uh he he and jan have like tried to kind of like rekindle their relationship a few times and it falls apart so he starts dating tigra again um and then after immediately after civil war in secret invasion it's revealed that actually that hank was uh a scroll the whole time um, oh. yeah uh you know classic just classic shenanigans it was like after like he and jan kind of like fully broke up he had a brief relationship with a college student and then she turned out to be a scroll and then she like uh kidnapped him and took his place and then she did all that stuff uh with Civil War, or they, Skrull's gender, uh, um. Skrull? Gender? Don't yeah. know them. But, uh, including, we talked about this in the Tigra episode, um, ends up having a child with Tigra, uh, but then because, like, the Skrull, like, copied Hank's exact, like, genetic makeup, Hank is still sort of biologically this child's father. Um, so he uh, has something of a role in, uh, in his life. Uh, William, I think is his name. Um, but that's... Uh, I like how he has two children that he didn't really know anything about. <laughs> He has two children that he didn't really know anything about. And also he has a, um, a robot son. Uh, and also the, um, the relative section of his page in the Marvel wiki is very funny because it, like, lists, you know, his, uh, his parents and his ex-wife and his wife and his, like, uh, you know, Nadia and William. And then it's, like, Ultron, creation, quote, son. <laughs> Alexis, yep. creation, quote, daughter. <laughs> and then it just gets into, like, Jocasta, quote, granddaughter. 
Victor Mancha, quote, grandson. Vision parentheses Jonas, personality engrams of vision, quote, grandson, deceased. <sighs> William Kaplan, reincarnation of, quote, great grandson. Good. Yeah, it's like, I feel, at this point, at this point you are... Can I get this family tree framed on my wall? It just really, people thought the summers were complicated. Who boy. Um, That's on the other wall. Yeah. It's a very, it's it's an unpleasant room to be in. The vibes are so weird. I'm just going to have a room that has like a bunch of um, superhero family trees on it. So uh, people who visit my house later, uh, watch out. in uh in the past ten years, um Hank has uh gone through uh some stuff where he ends up he like fuses with Ultron because they're fighting Ultron and then Vision like phases through Ultron to try and stop him and then Ultron manages to like force Vision out and fuse with Hank instead. So they're just sort of a, a weird uh, r- robot human fusion situation. Uh, so like a cyborg. Sort Yeah, like a cyborg, but it's also like, then later they're like, oh, it's like Ultron is like the armor and like Hank is inside of it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, and... He, uh, they, there's, like, aspects of Ultron and also Hank present, so it's complicated. He, um, tries, uh, he tries to get the Infinity Stones, and then, like, Hank's soul gets sucked into the soul world, um, and then- Always fun. Always fun. And then later, uh, Tony is fighting Ultron Hank, uh, and- Ultrank. Ultrank, yes. Um, and reveals that he, like, discovered that this, like, uh, human-robot fusion isn't actually possible, um, and that what they thought has been, like, Ultron and Hank fused into one being has actually just been Ultron uh, simulating Hank's personality and that Hank actually died when they fused together. Um, so okay. that, uh, yeah, that, He's just uh, weakened as- at burning it. <laughs> He's just, I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't read this. I don't know if it's like, Ultron was intentionally doing this to make people think that Hank was alive, or if it was, like, a consequence of doing this that Ultron was, like, simulating Hank's personality without knowing it. Um, but regardless, this, as far as I know, this is the most recent word on Hank, is that, uh, he is dead. But it's comics, and some nonsense happened before this with the Soul Stone, um, so he will probably be back, but, uh, that's, uh, oh boy, that's a, a long story 
of a pretty terrible man. <laughs> I oh. like he's just not even he's not even like interesting to me. I mean, yeah. it's good. I'm glad that we talked about him because he's, you know, a significant character and there's a lot to discuss there. Um but it's just like it's not even like he's a terrible guy who like there's it's stuff compelling. That could yeah, there's stuff that could hypothetically be compelling, but it's just all like, oh, man, you just suck so much. Again, I'm sorry if you really like Hank. I admittedly I haven't read a ton of stuff with Hank, and what I have read has not painted him in a very good light, and it hasn't made me want to seek out stuff that might be better. Um, but overall, just, like, rings, like, very much of, you know, just a terrible man does terrible things, but he's, you know, like, a tormented genius about it, so he just keeps on doing them. Hmm. Yep. Ugh, alas. Alas, men. Uh, <sighs> the worst. <sighs> the worst. Um, did you, uh, did you want to, uh, add anything or, uh, discuss anything else? Uh, I didn't read any comics this week, but I did get a lot, uh, done on my crochet blanket. Um. Hell yeah. I got through. I saw some of the blanket earlier. It yeah. Looks- very good. I'm almost done with my sixth color on it. Um, there's gonna be 19 total. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty much just a project of, I have this yarn that I've had for years, so I'm just grabbing all of the yarn that has the same weight and making one blanket out of it. Oh. Yeah. Um, nice. It'll be fun to see how it turns out. I'm excited. Yeah. I- Hopefully hope. I'll read comics by next week. <laughs> it's fine. I also did not read comics. I meant to pick up some more Future State this weekend. And then uh, I did a bunch of cooking instead, which was good um, for me. But it meant I did not. <laughs> I did not read comics. I mean, that's um, that's fair. Sometimes it'd be like that. But I think... Um, Because I think maybe Nightwing Future State came out this past week. So I will, I will have to read that. Yes. Because of who I am as a person. Yes. Um, It is extremely necessary. Yes. The one man who's never let me down. Nightwing. Um, But uh, yes, if you want to uh, keep up with, uh, with us. With new episodes, you can follow us online um, at uh, Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, and our Facebook group. Um, Twitter is where we will post the most stuff, uh, but we will post new episodes on all of those. Uh, We have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com if you want to email us. If you if you really, really love Hank Pym and you want to tell us um, that we were extremely mean, you can email us and I'll read it and I will accept it. Um, but yes, we have a Discord server. If you want to join us on there, you will probably see some pictures of this blanket at some point. 
you'll probably see some of my reactions to future state if anything good happens. Um, and uh, lots of other stuff that you can see if you come hang out with us on Discord. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, where you can help us uh, pick uh, <laughs> pick new episodes to talk about. You can watch stuff. You can uh, uh, get bonus episodes. I think um, this was sort of um, sort of partly suggested uh, by uh, <laughs> by Sam when we were already planning to do it, but um, Pav suggested uh Hank uh McCoy and Sam was like you could do Hank Hank uh Hank Pym also and have an all Hanks episode um and of course my brain was is, like Hank Hill yes which, of course not a comics character unless are there king of the hill comics um it would it would be a little surprising but not terribly surprising there is a, um, I just Googled Hank, uh, King of the Hill comics. Um, I don't know if this is a comic, but in 1998, there was a book called Hank Hill's This Boy Ain't Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it All might right. be a comic. Is this? Well, there you go. You learn something new every day. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes. So you can help us, uh decide what topics we talk about um if you want to become a patron if you can't do that but you still want to support the show leaving a rating review is a very uh cool and fun way to do that um did we get no we talked about the last new review we got last week but if you do leave us a review we will uh thank you for it on the show um also telling a friend about the show, if you think they'd be interested, uh, is very cool of you. <laughs> um, and just, uh, just coming back and joining us, just like you have done this week once again. So, uh, or you know what, if this is, uh, your first time ever, thank you for joining us for the first time. Um, I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, trying to figure out what this King of the Hill book is. <laughs> Just like we end every episode. Yep. Figuring out this King of the Hill comic book, maybe. Based off of the reviews, it might be a parenting book? Okay. No clue. It Fun. does not have a summary on it. Its only description is rare book on Amazon. <laughs> <sighs> the Secret rare King of the Hill tome. Oh.